<laughs> your price is the cost for the customer. The customer's profit is the difference between the price you charge and the benefit they receive. They, too, want to maximize profits. Thus, a deal they cannot resist is one where their benefit by far exceeds the price they have to pay. A happy customer is a profiting customer. How does your company price your products or service? Are you seeking a win-win or maximum profits? In today's episode, we'll explore the idea that's looking at price from your client's point of view and will be more profitable for you in the long run. Welcome to the Business Buffet Podcast with Ed Bejarana and Phil Anderson. This is a conversation in and around business with a pinch here and a sprinkle there of anecdotal stories. Like most buffets, we will offer the staples, you know, the things that are in every buffet, the meat and potatoes with the cursory helping of veggies. Our Business Buffet podcast aims to give you the fundamental principles and strategies any successful business needs to know. Please subscribe to the Business Buffet podcast wherever you download your podcasts. We hope you're hungry as the Business Buffet is open and ready to serve. Now, here is Ed Bejarana and Phil Anderson. Hey, Phil, how are you doing today? Well, it's, it's been a weird week, I will tell you that, but <laughs> you're over there staring at me laughing because I'm reaching for a back scratcher. <laughs> I had an itch in my back between my shoulder blades, the worst part. We have all the tools here in the <laughs> office. Hey, you know, before we jump into this episode, I, I'd like us all to hear from one of our sponsors here for just a moment. Oh, let's do it. Today's episode is brought to you by F1 for Help, your on-site service and support specialists. If your computer is doing something it shouldn't, give Joe a call at 208-687-0183. And thank you, Joe. We really appreciate it. Hey, my name is Ed Bejarana, and in my business, I come into contact with thousands of business people every year. I build more than 100 new small business websites each year and help more than 400 other businesses with their digital marketing efforts. Product and service pricing always comes up in my discussions. I am often surprised by how little thought goes into the client's perspective on pricing. When I started my trade show design and sales business, I spent a great deal of time on pricing products. On one side, I had the display manufacturers pressuring me for one price level. On the other side, I had my business expense pressuring me to make a certain profit margin. But I kept a keen eye on the target market and at what price would they feel they scored a win. In a recent article titled, Four Reasons Why Pricing is the Key to Startup Success, written by Per Bonland from Entrepreneur Magazine, I was, remind- say. Isn't that right? <laughs> I was reminded of the effort and commitment I put into making sure my customers felt they got the better end of each deal I made with them. The article highlights how pricing is physiologically driven and references the importance of finding the win-win in your pricing model. For me, making sure the client won meant the client would turn to me for all of their services going forward. So long as the price I charged provided a profitable endeavor, then charging as little as possible worked to my advantage. And boy, did it. 
Zenith Exhibits has been in business for over 14 years, and I've used this pricing strategy from day one. Product placement. For that reason, the average lifetime value of my client is much higher than the industry average. Sure, my competition may make more money on a single transaction, but my customers keep coming back to me for more year after year. Interesting to note, they don't just come back to me for trade show displays or websites. They ask for help with all business marketing aspects, business consulting. I even even helped replace several computer networks and file servers. I participated in interviews for new employees, helped with business strategy, development, and a host of other business-related activities. In short, my clients turn to me for just about everything they can. And if I had the ability to help, I do. I don't share this to brag, but introduce a concept that I've turned, termed as relationship-based pricing. If you price your products and services correctly, you'll build very long-term relationships and change the budget model on which you build your business. My production partner, Phil Anderson, has been sitting here patiently, although chiding every now and again, waiting for me to stop pontificating and include him in the conversation. So, Phil, how are you doing? Wait, 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 wait. It's time for a sponsor break. Just kidding. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You kept talking so long, yeah. I just left. <laughs> I mean, seriously. I should probably look at these before. I could have probably been here five minutes that's right. know, later. Than... Could have been parking the cars. That's right. Uh, what's the question? How you doing? Yeah, it's been a week, Ed. It's been a week. <clears throat> We've had, uh, there's been death around our uh, rotary and stuff like that. So it's been a tough week. But I don't want to drag it down to that level and pop back up to pricing because um, I love this uh, topic. And I think we can really really touch on a lot of really uh, good features and points. So. Okay. Okay. So let's dive in then. So yep. you have set, you have a set pricing model for your service. How did you arrive at the price you charge? So it's interesting. Uh, my price per hour has, I've always had a target of a hundred bucks, hundred bucks an hour. Now, does that mean I'm making a hundred bucks an hour? No, it doesn't. I, I will uh, use that as a guideline for my pricing and uh and then i want to over deliver so the the time i spent spend on certain uh, clients or whatever i use toggle and so i will be able to know pretty much within a few minutes uh and how much time i'm spending on a particular client and then what what i'm doing for that client and i shoot to try to be around 100 bucks but there's many times that i'm 60 70 bucks an hour and i know that i'm over delivering what i'm charging them and that's okay I'm okay with that as long as it's not, uh, if it's over and over and it's on special projects and things like that, then I'll, t- yeah, I'll give them one or two months and then I'll like, so this really isn't a part of the package, but I can make it a part of the package, but it's going to be more money. And so you earn that trust to be able to do that. What, what went into the initial pricing model thought process? Well, I wanted to make a hundred bucks an hour. So there wasn't a whole lot of thought other than I wanted to do that. I had plenty of people saying, you'll never get it. So you won't get it unless you ask. Okay. Now I'm, again, there are going to be some times where I might make 110 bucks an hour. If that's consistent or 120 bucks an hour, then I have to maybe readjust or give them more. Maybe I'm not 
giving them as much as I should be giving them. It's got to be a win-win. But I did actually, I just, I wanted to be able, I, I know when I go to work for somebody and they say, you know, we're making good money. We're making 18 bucks an hour here. It's like, yeah, <laughs> that, that's great. But I, that is really the epitome of exchanging time for money and dollars. And so if I can shoot for a target of hundred bucks an hour, even though I know full well, there are many clients I'm only making 60, 70 bucks an hour. That's okay with me because it's better than 18 bucks an hour and it's my company and it's my business. So, so what about the lifetime value of a customer or the annual value of a particular customer? Yeah. So, uh, if you are, can, uh, how do I phrase this? Um, we have had these conversations before a, a client that you have for two months and you're making, you're making your hundred dollars an hour. Yeah. Right. Uh, but they're for two months. That's what, what good is that? So because we're talking about a service, uh, our time, we can't get back. That's true, but it doesn't cost us money out of pocket. So if my lifetime value over a year keeping someone happy and yet I'm only making 60 or 70 bucks an hour or 40 bucks an hour or whatever it might be, do the math, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, for different businesses. Uh, The author of the four reasons why pricing is the key to startup success, he wrote in his article, the price you charge is what ultimately sells your product, or in your case, in my case, uh, the service. Still a product, though. It's a service, sure. Yeah. It tells a story to the customer about your business and serves as your guide for choosing your cost. I want to leave this with you for just a second before we go to our sponsor here. Um, Does the price in your business dictate a higher leaning because of the interpretation of what people think it costs to get a service like yours? Think on that. We'll be right back after this sponsor. Hold on. Hey, Ed, there's this pop-up on my screen. I can't get rid of it. Can you hear what it's saying? Your computer has alerted us that it is infected with the virus and spyware. This virus is sending your credit card details, Facebook login. And- well, Phil, it, it, it looks like your computer might have caught some malware. I recommend you call F1 for help at 208-687-0183. With almost 20 years experience, they know how to get rid of it. Wow, really? What computers do they work on? F1 for help works with computers running Microsoft Windows, Mac OS, and Linux. Give them a call at 208-687-0183. Thanks, Ed. I will. You would have thought I would have gone and and got that taken care of last time. You would think. You would think. (laughs) Or put some virus protection. Practice safe. The sense of urgency right now is off the chart. (laughs) So if your price is the cost for the customer and the customer's profit is the difference between the price you charge and the benefit they receive, when I ask you this question, what does relationship-based pricing mean to you? So we talk a lot about transactional business and relationship business, right? Transactional business is really just that. I need the sale. There's no uh, relationship involved at all. Relationship-based pricing, if I'm getting your question correct, uh, involves the relationship. So 
you may actually not have a client for months, maybe even years, but you're building the relationship. And when they pull the trigger to go with you, now that price hasn't changed at all and you're getting top dollar, okay? Plus, you know, because of the relationship build uh, built, uh, we'll go even further. It's the whole part of the know, like, and trust. That's mm-hmm. a part of the relationship. Know somebody, like them, trust them so that when you need their product or service, you pull out their your money and they give it to you, right? Right. That's the whole idea behind it. And so uh, in retail, you don't have that relationship. Look, you're passing through somewhere in Northern California and you need a soda. You go into a convenience store. They don't, You don't have a relationship with them. You may have a relationship with the brand, but that doesn't really change anything. Well, and that's the key. You do have a relationship with the brand. Yeah, but but most brands aren't smart enough to have that well, go just, through each. Just yesterday, I was out to lunch with the family, and the whole family's in town for my wife's birthday. Happy birthday, Kay. And, and we were at the restaurant, and uh, my stepdaughter was talking to my step-grandson, and she asked him, what do you want to drink? Oh, they have Pepsi products. Oh, really? Oops, that'll probably kill a sponsor. No, I like Pepsi <laughs> products. <laughs> But it, it comes down to where is the brand loyalty. And now I, I kind of did a head fake on Phil because before we went to the break. I know he said something about leaning. Yeah, I asked him a question about is there an assumption on his price based upon the industry that he's in? Do you, do you think that for social media expertise that there is an expectation that you should be paying somebody a certain amount or you get what you pay for? Yeah, Okay, so I'm going to tell you this. <clears throat> there are people listening to this episode right now going, are you kidding me, 100 bucks to manage my social media? And I will tell you that I am way lower than people in my industry. People are getting three, 400 bucks an hour. They are getting, for what I do for my clients, which is you know, a social media package, a fairly inexpensive one with not very much strategy. It's close to 300 bucks a month. They're getting like a grand a month. Okay. So now there are people also that are less than me, but I know what I'm bringing to the table. I know that I am vested in my clients and their business, and I am there to, to grow their business using the power and leveraging the power of social media. So where I'm happy with that number right now, there are people that are that are paying far greater. Yeah, when I started my business, now I, I didn't go into it to become a web developer. I, I really became a web developer purely on accident. It was a friend who asked me, hey, help me build a website. I'd done my website, so I did. I didn't even charge him. It was free. Hey, Ken, Bear Cole, if you're out there, bud, give <laughs> me a you. shout. I haven't heard from you in a while. <laughs> anyway, um, but Bear referred me to a couple of people, and I charged them really pennies on the dollar. Um, and then they referred me and they referred me. And before long, I so realized on so on, yeah. I had a business model that I, I better pay attention to because this is something special. And it forced me to go through this exercise because as I did the industry research, I discovered in my business the exact same thing that you just described. Mm-hmm. There's a prestige-based pricing base in the industry. People expected at that time to pay about four to five thousand dollars. That's right. To have a website built. That's right. You yep. know, now it, it's not that much less. People are expecting to spend somewhere between thirty five hundred and five thousand dollars to have a good website built. So the idea of getting a thousand dollar website 
it's almost like, well, what's wrong with it? You know, and, and even the author of the article that we're talking about this week says a product that is expected by customers to have a high price but is offered at a surprisingly low price is no longer a deal. It is reason for concern. But I looked at that as a challenge because everybody else in the business was charging this high, what I would refer to as a gatekeeper model. It, this is where our business is kind of separate. In the web business, when you program it, there's really, you have to have special tools in order to edit the website. So they would build a website, charge them five, eight, ten thousand $10,000, and then charge them exorbitant hourly fees in order to change their website. Or to maintain. Or to maintain right. it. And the customer was really held hostage. And I said, you know, I don't want to do that. I would rather build a long-term relationship and have a lifetime value or an annual value that gets me up into the five to $8,000 range. Right, but you cut some fat off of those websites, right? You said, look, I'm not going to do every website. I'm going to do these websites, and these websites will work for 85 90% of the small businesses out there. Right? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Well, I even picked out the industries. I, I wouldn't work with photographers. I wouldn't work with financial advisors. Um, I just couldn't get them to rank. If I couldn't get them to rank, right. I'm not going to get a referral. For me, I, I looked at it as if I could build a website that got found and built customers, I would get referrals from that customer. So I gotta, this is really funny because I did a little research knowing we are going to talk about price. And, yeah, there, the whole thing about – you know, a price that ends with nine or seven on the internet, it's 47 cents or 97. Uh, all that yeah. makes no sense to me, right? Target but, has a really intricate system that, you know, if it's Tuesday, it ends with a one. Right. And, yeah. yeah, right? Yeah. So, um, but I found something fascinating. So there was this uh, product. It was a, a, a web-based subscription. Well, it was a subscription to a magazine. Anyway, so the subscription had three prices. One was a web-only subscription for 59 bucks. The other was a print-only subscription for 125 bucks. The third was a web plus print subscription for 125 bucks. Guess what sold most? Probably just the web version. Nope, number three. Number three. Yeah, number three, you're getting two. Right? Right. So why even have number two in there, right? A print-only subscription for 125 if you're going to do the web and print. Because here's what happens. When you take that out, then yes, the web-only subscription is the one that sells. And it's flip-flopped. This wouldn't by chance be a major newspaper that's back east, would it? No, no. Oh, no, okay. this right. was, um, I, I can't remember. It doesn't matter. I, I was blown away. The Economist. With, is that what you're doing? No, no. A Wall Street Journal. I no. Was, I, but, I wanted to get the journal, but I just wanted electronic. Yeah. And the price for the electronic version was actually higher than it would for them to stick to paper in the mail. And it's the same with Netflix. It's like, that's crazy. Why, why does it cost me less to go someplace and get a disc than it does from the comfort of my home? It's green that way too, right? Right. But I guess that you're paying for the convenience of well, it. Well, as a small business owner, these are the things that we really have to go through because our customers are going to have these exact questions. Put yourself in your customer's shoes. We'll answer half of your questions. Well, and it was the lead into this article that really transformed my business. I made it such that my customer won. The, the, 
the success rate of my websites is extraordinarily high because of my background. Being a search engine engineer gives me an inside point of view yeah. that I'm able to build a website that works. If I can, if I take it on, it will work. It will get ranked. And for the price that I charge, um, all I had to do was get over that initial worry, that initial uh, oh discomfort, if you will, the prestige mm-hmm. pricing. Well, it's not a four thousand dollars website; it can't be that good. I was getting worried there that you weren't you weren't coming up with anything well, to say, you, you and know, it's like this is not like you. I saw a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully that didn't mean it's almost dinner time. But what I found was it, it was pretty easy to overcome that with just a money-back guarantee. If during the development you're not happy with anything about your website, I give you all your money back. Yeah. You know, and I've only had four or five people in 14 years ask for their money back. Now, I've had eight or ten people that I gave them their money back. Right. I, I used it on my side more often than on the other side. I would come to them and say, you know, this isn't working out. I'm not the right guy for you. Let me refer you out. Right. And you know what? I still got referrals from those people. Well, I mean, uh, good business ethics and, and high character and doing the right thing. It's always the right time to do the right thing, right? What happened is this, they had to listen to my story. The price was too irresistible. They just couldn't pass it up. They had to talk to me. Plus, I have a little bit of an outgoing personality. So once they were convinced that I was legit, and then once they saw the results on the development server, they were happy. Now, they trusted me for everything. Right. And I've had customers actually demand that I add services to my offerings because they didn't want to work with anybody else. They didn't have any. In fact, one of my customers pushed me so hard that he completely changed my business for the good. Really? And had they not forced that change, I don't know if I would have made it. At the time, I was building over 200 websites a year. I, I was just a factory. I was producing websites like crazy. I was getting burnt out. Right. And I, I told this client, I said, you know, I'm going to have to cut out about 100 websites a year. And that's kind of how my business model works. And he said, well, price it right. Make sure you get what you need. And I told him, give me 30 days. I went back to him in 30 days and gave him the service-based price. And he said, are you sure that's enough? He says, you, you've got a talent. You, and this isn't to be boastful. Look at your talent. Look at what you do. You are an expert at what you do. From the e-myth revisited, the technician, the entrepreneur, and the manager, you are already the technician. Mm. You are brilliant at what you do. What you need to find is that price point that provides you the standard of living that you are expecting. And then beyond that, everything is gravy. So find a way to build those long-term relationships. And for me and my business, I was able to do that by pricing my products such that a conversation was forced because they just couldn't pass it up. Right, right. I, I had one lady threaten to sue me because I turned down her business. Really? And it was, well, it's too expensive to get it anywhere else. I think you owe me a website. I say, young lady, I don't. And I wish you the best Godspeed. Wow. So pricing is the most important element for your business. And if you're not spending enough time looking at the pros and cons of the number you put out to your customers, then you are really, really selling yourself short. If you have the opportunity that you're able to control your operating expenses, your overhead, then you can start to think in pricing more as a long-term strategy. If you have a widget that just sells once and they never see you again, throw everything I just said out the window. 
But if you have something that requires repeat business or desires repeat business and those referrals, then find the win-win for our customers. You got a quote of the day for us, Phil? Yes, sir, I do. About the time we can make the ends meet, somebody moves the ends. That's Herber. It's supposed to be Herbert. Herbert Hoover. He, My, he made vacuums, right? I don't think so. <laughs> Thanks for listening. You all have a great day. Enjoy our sponsor. Is your computer not running right? Is it making sounds it shouldn't? Do you want your computer to run better? Well, give F1 for help a call at 208 687 0183 or visit us on the web at www.f1forhelp.net. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Business Buffet. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Business Buffet podcast. If you came in hungry for some substantial business nuggets, we hope we left you satisfied. Pardon me. We invite you to visit our website, businessbuffet.page. Until next time, we hope you eat hearty in business.